Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Welcome to the Big Interview Bite Size, brought to you by Bet365. I'm Graham Hunter, and in each episode, you'll hear an elite footballer tell a story that's guaranteed to brighten your day. All of them come from my podcast, The Big Interview with Graham Hunter, which you can find by searching on Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts. Our story today comes from David Weir, former captain of Scotland, Everton and Rangers. Dave's going to tell you about his formative years playing college football in the United States as a centre forward. Wait, wait, wait. I've got a trivia question. Who's currently the all-time leading scorer in a single season for Evansville University? That let's, can I get... let's name him. <laughs> David Weir. It's you. Yeah. Well, as you said, started as a defender and... Um, Played the majority of my first season as a defender, and then we had an injury to a lad who was the top scorer in the country at the time, who was a very good player. He was a senior. I was a freshman, so the first year he got injured, which was a disaster for the team. So the coach had, you know, the idea of putting me up front, and for the rest of my time in Evansville, I was a striker. So I went from going out as a centre back, recruited as a centre back, to play as a centre back, to all of a sudden becoming the striker, and you know it was. Surprisingly enough, I was really successful. How did you take to it? I mean, your record says you took to it, but yeah. what did you do? It came, to be honest, I found it really easy, and I really enjoyed it. I think, you know, with hindsight as well, with your kids, or if you're teaching anyone to, or try to persuade anyone to be a football player, you tell them to be a centre forward. <laughs> you just love the world. Oh, yeah. Get out of here. That's where, you want it. That's where you want to play. And I loved it. I enjoyed, you know, being the focal point. I was never quick, never have been. There was never any debate about that, but I, I was always capable of playing. And it's a really good feeling scoring, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it it's the best feeling. It's the best feeling. And I, I was actually okay at it. And, you know, technology wasn't great at that time, but I've still got one video of a sort of highlight tape of my time in America. And one season in particular when we got to the final four and, you know, we did really well. And there's a sort of collaboration all the goals throughout the season. So a couple of mine made it on there and... Just, you know, that'll be 30 years ago now, probably, and the memories that you kind of get and the, the goals that you scored, you know, are still, still in, the, in the memory bank there somewhere. When you say Final Four, you don't mean Final Four of America. Yeah, we got... It was Bloody in hell. Florida, yeah. It's, it's a That's really... immense as an yeah, achievement. It was. For a small school, you know, Evansville, Indiana's, you know, I don't know what the equivalent over here is, but to get to the Final Four and actually compete, I think it was Rutgers, which is Alexi Lalas was playing... Um, UCLA I think which would have been sort of Brad Friedel Joe Max Moore that, those type of lads and I think it was I might get this wrong North Carolina or NC State or something like that so they were real top level schools and then funded by our yeah. magnets for attracting talent yeah. much bigger schools than yeah. Evansville no yeah definitely and then we were you know we'd done well that season had been ranked number one for a lot of the season as well. So, 
you know, done well, but going into that final four was a big achievement. But unfortunately, that's where it ended. We never we got we lost the Rutgers in the semi final. Had it been today, you'd have graduated straight into MLS, and you'd be yeah. you'd be Toronto, or you'd be Seattle, or you'd be LA, or whatever. Was there a thought about building a life there? There was, and as you said, if there was an outdoor league at the time, I mm. probably would have. Mm-hmm. But I actually played in the Senior Bowl, which is the, the elite of the draft now. Yeah. yeah, we played in the Senior Bowl, but it was an indoor league. So we were, we had a week in Baltimore, sort of. You know, going through the testings and playing in the games for this indoor league, which was never going to suit me. Because? Just because I don't think it suited my game at the time. And the smaller, quicker players seemed mm. to be the ones that were mm. um, more suited to that type of game. So it never really worked and it never really was going to work. But I had a good time in Baltimore and got to know that a little bit, which was nice. And there's, there's, a, there's a mysterious little sphinx like smile oh, on your just, face there. Which... Just you always, the, the thing about those days, and as you got older in America, you just, when you travelled, like we travelled with Evansville all over. We went to San Francisco, we went to Colorado Springs, we went to um, Portland, Oregon, you know. And when you go and, you know, it came back to uh, later in my career, you get to experience these places, you get to get out and about. And I don't mean partying, going nuts, but just actually seeing them and experiencing them and getting a feel for them. It's not airport, hotel, yeah, hotel, airport. Yeah, which a lot of the time professional football it can be all the time it was well organised in terms of you know we'd have long bus journeys and I mean long bus journeys we'd travel to Wisconsin we'd have 12 hours on the bus you know so it'd be coolers full of Diet Coke Coke and you know you'd be stopping at McDonald's for your lunch and you know Burger King for your dinner and you know getting to the hotel late at night and then playing two games I had to play a game to play two games in two days you'd do yeah (laughs) So, but your legs must have been absolutely just you never stiff even as boards. That. You never, you know, nowadays lads need second day recoveries, three day, you know, whatever it is. And we we play two games back to back, and there'd be very few changes. And you know, if you got injured, it was usually a kick. It was never a muscle pulling a muscle up or, or anything like that. No. So I think when you start to question some of the methods today, I think you you remember what what you used to be able to do and. You know, I think there's there's maybe a balance somewhere in between. So outside the football, what did America? do to you do for you it just it made me grow up I think that was the biggest thing it made me realise you know that there was a big wide wide world out there I was fortunate in that Evansville had a a massive international community of students so it was a hub of international students coming to the states there was you know lads from Japan there was lads from Tanzania there was lads from Malaysia you know Ireland England you know obviously the Germany, the European countries as well, but it was just a mass mix of cultures and people and and obviously great American people as well. So mm. just the exposure you get to, you know, the people and cultures and, and experiences and getting to travel and see all these places within the States and mix, you know, with the you know, the people from out with the States as well. It was just a it was just an unbelievable experience. So you come home and it's with a sense of um you know, this has been great for me and, and maybe I could have stayed in other circumstances. But you come home for what reason? To play football. And I, I didn't come home thinking I wanted to stay. I came back thinking I'm ready to play football. Mm. You know, I'd had a degree of success as a player. I was first team All-American, which was, you know, the best level that I could really be out there. So I'm, I had a bit of confidence in myself, you know, probably I didn't have when I left. Is that the biggest change? Yeah, definitely. I'd not changed as a player. I was still the same player, but I just probably gained a little bit of confidence in myself and a belief that 
you know, I could be a professional footballer. Mm. So came back with the aim of doing that. Thank you for listening to the Big Interview Bite Size, brought to you by Bet365. All of these stories come from my podcast series, The Big Interview with Graham Hunter. There are interviews with over 100 elite footballers on our archive. Search for the show on Spotify, YouTube, or wherever you listen. Confidence starts with loving who you are. And when your skin feels nourished and glows on the outside, you naturally radiate confidence from the inside. Give your skin a glow up with Osea's clinically proven Mega Moisture Duo. This ultra-hydrating body care features two of Osea's bestsellers, Undaria Algae Body Oil and Undaria Collagen Body Lotion. These seaweed-powered heroes use skincare-level ingredients normally reserved for your face for results you can see and confidence you can feel. Osea has been making clean, clinically proven seaweed-infused face and body care products for over 28 years. This luxurious skincare is vegan, cruelty-free, and climate-neutral certified, so you never have to choose between your values and your best skin. Glow from the inside out. Get 10% off your first order with code GLOW at oseamalibu.com. That's O-S-E-A-Malibu.com, code GLOW.